Pharisee, I preach the gospel I follow the apostles, you follow Pentecostals You're not reformed, so that's a risk I believe the five points like an asterisk I repent, but you're in sin still I spit rhymes and Fernando does a windmill well, Here we go, and welcome to another episode of SolarCast It's your boy, Pastor Chris Hernandez, and I'm with my man Jimmy, hello, Sam. Hey, yo, yo, what's going on, Jimmy? <laughs> <laughs> How you doing, Pastor Chris? Back to the yo, yo, huh? <laughs> yeah, back to the yo, yo, and we're back on a new podcast after taking a week off last week, man. Yeah, it was it was a little bit rough last week. I mean, I just got back from Bogota uh, last Saturday, so it's this Saturday, and just a week uh, ago, last Saturday, I had got I gotten back from Bogota. I took an overnight flight to get back, and and so then it was like you know we had this uh, subject that we were going to talk about. And we're trying to find time, but man, it was just like too much stuff to do um, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. So when you yeah. said, let's do a replay, I was like a little relieved, man. I, <laughs> I just didn't have the time to to get back to it. So, you know, it's just, it was rough, man, being in Bogota and then coming back and having to deal with everything here at the house. Because man, when I'm gone, nothing gets done, bro. <laughs> <laughs> nothing get done, gets done. So I was glad for a little reprieve last week, uh, but we're back at it, man. Yeah. Yeah. I was busy last week, man. I um, had a wedding on Saturday to do. And then Sunday, you know, we had service, had a guest speaker out. I man, I really enjoyed Robert Castillo, man. What'd you think? I thought he did good, man. I yeah, thought he did good. Yeah. I, I enjoyed it. It was a little shorter than I'm used to, you know, when you get up there and preach, it's like 25, <laughs> 50 minutes, man. He, he, he didn't take as long. He had to get back to his home <laughs> church, man. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, uh, we had a guest speaker, and then oh, I had a. I thought he did that because of the cowboy game coming at. Oh noon. yeah, I told him too. The cowboys started at noon. <laughs> I'm sure there's people that listen to us and get a little upset about that when we joke around about that. Right. Everybody that's listening know that Christ is first in our lives, and church is more important than a cowboys game. <laughs> we joke around about that sometimes, maybe too much, right? There are probably some people listening that get turned off by that, man. But Especially no. if they're not cowboy fans. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But anyway, well, man, and then then that Sunday night, man, I had a yeah. ordination, man. It was it was very special. Um, yeah. You know, I'm already ordained. I've been ordained, but my ordination came from a non-denomination. And now that you know the the church that we planted is part of the Southern Baptist Convention, uh, our sponsored church asked if I would like to be ordained, uh, reordained, I guess, so to speak. Plus, I was kind of anxious to do the ordination exam, man. I, I, theological nerd in me wanted to sit up there and get grilled uh, by some theological questions. So, Did they do uh, that? Yeah, man. Yeah, it was it was wow. fun. Yeah, not, not Sunday night. I, that that was done before. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now you had to pass the exam before you, they ordained you, man. If I was yeah. a heretic, they wouldn't they wouldn't have invited me to ordination. <laughs> I saw I saw that they made y'all wear some suits and they had y'all kneeling on the on the on the stage, man. What was up with that? That's the way they do it, man. I guess Is that that's the, way the way they, they do, do it? it? Yeah, yeah. I was I was expecting a sword to come out and them t- tapping you on <laughs> on both shoulders and saying, you know. You've been knighted or, or whatever. Yeah. I'd never seen one, man. I, I saw the pictures. I couldn't I couldn't make it that night. Like I said, man, I, last weekend was really busy for me. And I you know, I texted you tell you I really wanted to be out there to support you on that, man. But I, man, I had a ton to do. That's good. Um, yeah. We had a good good little crowd from the church show up. So Yeah, yeah. I saw the pictures. I was like a little envious when I saw that. Like, <laughs> and that'd have been cool, man. Uh, they go y'all went out to eat afterwards, right? Yeah, I went and got some some pizza, you know. Shout out yeah. Sister Jackie for blessing us with the pizza. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's, yeah, that looked like a good time. And I was like, oh, man, uh, hate that I missed it, man. But, you know, duty was calling. Um, yeah, no. Nah, yeah, so that, we had a lot going on last week. So that's why we couldn't get to a new episode. But, hey, we're back. And like you had mentioned, we we're going to talk about something last week. And um, rather than getting back to that, 
what we're going to speak on, we, we thought, right, we thought that since this week, when this episode drops, it'll be two days away from Thanksgiving, you know? So we thought, you know, why don't we just share our thoughts on Thanksgiving, you know, a Thanksgiving, yeah. SolarCast Thanksgiving episode, since we do all the other holidays, right? Your, your favorite <laughs> Halloween and my favorite Christmas. Wait a minute, hold on, man. Hold on, other way around, bro. I don't know uh, if Christmas is my favorite, man. I, you know, I, ever since I became a, a Christian, Resurrection Sunday has gotten more and more special to me every year, probably more than more than uh, you know the incarnation, more more than Christmas. And I, the way I look at it, uh, the resurrection has a lot, a lot of impact for me nowadays. So uh, I, I I like it when uh, Easter comes around. I know people get upset when you say Easter because that's a pagan thing, right, or whatever, man. But I, I you know that's the the holiday I look at the most, I suppose. And we don't even get any time off from work for that, right? So like it's just back to work the next day, and we don't get Good Friday off or nothing like that. But Thanksgiving's different. It's a, you know, make a big deal out of it. It's the start of the whole like big holiday season. Maybe for you, it starts with Halloween, but with me, you know, (laughs) I look at Thanksgiving in a different way, but I I think there's also something like, I was just telling you, I went to go look and I knew that we had started a solo cast in November, but I was surprised to see that the first episode that we dropped was dropped on the day that this one will drop too. I don't know if we did it on a different day than Tuesday, uh, because they usually don't drop on the same day. 11.26 is when this one will drop, and 11.26 is when we drop the very first episode, which is called The Introduction, a year ago. So there's the hmm. first thing we should be thankful for. Yeah. Me, me and Pastor Chris have made it a year without <laughs> still doing solo cast. So yeah. I think that's the first thing we can be and thankful for. Listeners haven't bailed on us. So yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah. yeah there's some, yeah, there's some been, been some faithful listeners, uh, you know, and, and then some faithful, you know, people that push back. So, you know, it's, they're still around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's what we're going to do today. We're going to spend some time talking about uh, Thanksgiving. So this, this episode might be a little lighter than some of the others. Uh, we just wanted to kind of share our thoughts on, on Thanksgiving. Now, I, I think we got to say this, Jimmy, because we might have some listeners that listen to us outside of the country. And, and Thanksgiving is more of an American holiday, right? So uh, Thanksgiving is just a time where... Uh, us here in America, we gather together. It's a holiday. We take a day off to uh, gather together and give thanks. Jimmy, do you know when the first Thanksgiving originated? When when it was actually a federal made a federal holiday? Made a federal holiday uh, yeah. in um, 1863. I think uh, there was a, a lady named uh, Sarah Josepha Hale who was able to convince President Lincoln in 1863 to make Thanksgiving a national holiday. So there yeah, you go. There I, you I go. Did, I, did, I did some studying. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I did some studying, man. I, I wanted to see, you know, and it's, it's, it was interesting to, you know, I, I found a lot, of, a lot of fun facts about Thanksgiving. The very first Thanksgiving was held in uh, 1621 in the autumn of that year. And I think that's significant for when we get into uh, a little bit later our discussion on the difference between how a Christian is thankful versus someone in the secular world. But yeah, I'll, I'll keep that. I'll hold that onto that until we get to that part of the discussion. But uh, it was interesting to me to read about the very first Thanksgiving in 1621. Yeah, but it wasn't made a federal holiday until Abraham Lincoln. Yeah, right, right. So yeah, why don't you go ahead, if you have some history, that way, again, so some people out there uh, that are not familiar with our holiday here in this country, uh, or maybe they're, they've lived in this country and all they think about is that ho- that Thanksgiving is, is just a day to eat turkey. You know, if you have any uh, more history to share with us well, about Thanksgiving, what is Thanksgiving all about? Well, uh, the very first Thanksgiving was done again, like I said, in the autumn of 1621. Uh, it included 50 pilgrims and 90 Wampanoag Indians. And uh, it actually lasted three days. It's funny because when I read about it, they said that, you know, 
a lot of historians believe that there was only five women at that particular three-day feast uh, because so many of the women had died on their, on their journey from England to the Americas. They had had a severe journey and it wasn't easy for them. Uh, so th- we're talking about some, some uh, you know, the pilgrims. We're talking about Puritans. We're talking about guys that, that took their religion seriously, and that's why they were coming to America. And so when they got here, they had a three-day feast with the Indians that they found. And originally, what they were going to do was a three-day fast. But then the Indians showed up, and so they had to be hospitable <laughs> and turn it to a three-day feast, uh, which I thought was interesting. And so... At that first Thanksgiving, there was no turkey. The, the menu consisted of deer, venison, ducks, geese, oysters, lobster, eel, wow. and fish. Man. <laughs> they probably ate some pumpkins, but no pumpkin pie. <laughs> oh, man. No pecan pie? <laughs> <laughs> they, didn't, they didn't have no mashed potatoes or cranberry uh, slices of cranberry. Yeah. Uh, they, they, they probably did eat some cranberries, though. And so yeah. that, was, that was pretty funny. And... Um, you know, when I read that, I was thinking that that was interesting. There were some fun facts that I found also. Did you know that every uh, every year since President Truman in 1947, every year the president pardons a turkey? That's right. Yeah. Yeah, I see that. <laughs> yeah, I th- I, ever since I was, ki- I was a kid, I always thought that was pretty cool. He doesn't get eaten that year. You're pardoned. You don't get eaten. Um, and it's funny because I found this uh, little thing that said uh, President Obama pardoned a 45-pound turkey named Courage. I thought that was interesting. 45-pound turkey, bro. Can you believe that? That's incredible to me. You know, the, the average turkey in, the, in a household is 15 pounds. Wow. To think of a 45-pound turkey getting pardoned by the president is, is funny, man. Uh, there's, a, there's a lot of stuff with Thanksgiving, man. But That 45-pound uh, turkey can almost feed a Mexican family. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> man, I tell you what. So that's, that's, those are some things, man. There's a lot of facts that you find out about Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is one of those holidays that uh, I think the whole country kind of just kind of slows down and just like, let's enjoy these few days, right? And, and now they turned, you know, the day after Thanksgiving into something different, right? Black Friday. Yeah, Black Friday. And, and it's become something, man. It's become a, a big part of uh, the whole, you know, here kicking off the Christmas season, man, and getting those deals on Black Friday and Cyber Monday coming around. So it's grown even in the last, you know, few decades, right? Uh, right, right. Something that it, that it wasn't when I was a kid. But yeah. what was what was Thanksgiving like for you when you were a kid, man? Yeah, yeah, man. Thanksgiving again. I mentioned this before. I think you know, Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday. I really enjoy Thanksgiving. I have since I was a kid. I think yeah, it's a it's a big family day. It's always been a big family day for for my family anyway. I remember uh, growing up. We would go to both sides of the family. We'd go to my mom's side and then we'd go to my dad's side. So we'd take turns. And, you know, it was a one day a year where I got to spend a lot of time playing with our cousins and, uh, you know, running around, eating and just enjoying the day. And I mean, it was nonstop, man. We're, we're faithful to Thanksgiving every single year, gathering together with family and, you know, always taking uh, some time to sit down as a big family, you know, Mexicans got big families to watch <laughs> the cowboy game. And, you know, we'd always sit around. I remember my deals and everybody just sitting around and watching the game and getting really into it. And I think that's really what made me a diehard cowboy fan, man. Just year in and year out, just seeing my family, you know, just, you know, with all the cowboy gear and just loving to watch the Cowboys. Fun fact for you on on the Cowboys, man. Do, do you know when they started playing the uh, Thanksgiving day game? Um, 
Not the Cowboys. I don't know when the Cowboys started. When did they start? Well, Detroit started, the NFL started hosting a Thanksgiving Day game in 1934 with the Detroit Lions. So we all know that's the other game that's usually played. And the Dallas Cowboys have been playing every Thanksgiving since 1966. So they were, I believe they originated in 1960. So it's about six years after uh, they originated. Uh, and then in 2006, uh, you know, you, they, they added that Thursday night football game. So there's really three games now. But usually on the night game, they kind of switch it out, right? There's different teams that play. Detroit and Dallas are the mainstays. And then the night game, there's just different teams that they rotate them in and out. But, yeah, yeah just a little fun fact there for those Cowboy fans out there. Don't hate me. <laughs> Send the hate mail to Jimmy. <laughs> oh, man, I'll tell you what. And I, I'm with you, bro. Every, every Thanksgiving has been that same way. For me, growing up, Thanksgiving has always been the same kind of expecting my mom's food. She's got this gravy thing that she does that I, a lot of people don't expect, but it's got, you know, bits of turkey and bits of, she, she puts gizzards in there, right? And people look at those gizzards and think, what is that? But I'm telling you, man, it's delicious, bro. You, you pour it over the stuff and you pour it over the mashed potatoes and, and the turkey. And uh, it, it's just yeah, the, the gravy. hungry, bro. <laughs> <laughs> the gravy does it, man. So my mom's uh, cooking is always, and she's, you know, it's funny because things have changed. Uh, in these past few years, you know, and, and it's not like it was when I was growing up because the family's kind of, you know, broken apart. My, I got an older brother lives in Tyler, I got a sister that lives in Austin and, and everybody's now got their own subset of families and stuff like that. So we're not all getting together like we used to when we were kids. In fact, this year, my daughter, Melissa, last year was her first time doing the turkey and she did it at the house she was living in back then. And, uh, you know, if you've been listening to the podcast, you know, she lived with me for a little while while they were looking for a new house and now they have a new house. So she's hosting her first Thanksgiving, you know, which I, I kind of, I kind of sat there and said, Hey, I bought my house first. Right. <laughs> we haven't had things, but it's okay, man. She wants yeah. to, she wants to cook the Turkey. Uh, they put me to cook the dressing. Uh, so I've got my mom's recipe. I'm sure it's not going to turn out the way my mom's did, but you know, I'm going to take that over there and you know, it's, it's going to be a different type of tradition that we're starting just me and my kids uh, doing something a little bit different. I'm sure we'll have some visitors come by, but I've already, you know, kind of put a, a, a bug in my in my son-in-law's ear about Patriots tomorrow. Hey, man, barbecue for the Patriots tomorrow, and then we'll we'll just get mm-hmm. together on Thanksgiving and, and watch them play the Bills. Uh, so go. yeah, the Cowboys are 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 a traditional kind of thing for me too on Thanksgiving Day. Yeah, so those are you know just uh, some some of our traditions we just kind of wanted to share on there. And yeah, s- same thing. I still got it going on now that I got kids. Uh, take them to my family, and, and then we usually do something with my wife's family. So we kind of like them to uh, you know experience what we experienced growing up. So speaking of things to be thankful for, Jimmy, what we wanted to also talk about here on this episode is uh, you know as believers, you know you mentioned you know the first Thanksgiving and they gathered together to give thanks for their blessings and so forth and to celebrate the harvest and celebrate their new settlement here in the, in the new country and so forth, you know, and, and who are they giving thanks to when you think about it, right? They're believers. A lot of them were believers. They're giving thanks to God for uh, keeping them safe and bringing them to where they were. So, and that's the tradition that we carry. And, you know, there's a lot of people that gather around year in and year out to celebrate Thanksgiving and, and they, they really don't 
know who to give thanks to, you know, but as believers, we do, right? We know who thanks goes to. When we, when we sit around as believers uh, with our families and we, we say a blessing and we say we give thanks, we know that there is someone we're giving thanks to, and that is, that is God, the creator of all. So that's kind of what we want to steer next, you know, the believer and, uh, you know, his role in, in being thankful. And I think it's very important because, you know, a lot of times we see a lot of believers that, that really don't, uh, live a life of thankfulness. You know, you see a lot of believers that live with bitterness, that live with some some regret, a lot of believers that live with discontentment, uh, a lot of believers that complain a lot, you know. And, and when you think about those things, those are really not characteristics that should be mar- the marks of a believer. A believer should be one that's known for thankfulness. A, believer, a believer's life should be marked by thankfulness. When they see us, they should see a person that's truly grateful because we truly do have much to be grateful for as believers, as opposed to those who are still uh, walking in darkness. They really can't explain why they're thankful. They really have nobody to give thanks to, but we do. So our lives should be marked a little different than theirs. Yeah, I think you're. I think you're completely right about that. It's funny that you bring that up because when I think about the atheist and, uh, and Thanksgiving Day, uh, what's what's going to happen with the atheist on Thanksgiving Day? Who who does he give thanks to? Uh, when it comes around the table, you know the, the traditions that people start. Uh, okay, I want to go around the table and find out what everybody's thankful for. Uh, you know, when you do that, the atheist should be thankful, but who's he thankful to if he right. doesn't believe that there is a God to be thankful to? Uh, and so it's interesting. I'm, I'm thankful for all you guys for putting food on the, on the table. I'm thankful that the turkey gave himself up mm-hmm. so that we can have turkey. I mean, who's he giving thanks to? I think you're, you're right about that. And, but here's, here's the thing that's interesting. It's a natural thing for us to be thankful. I mean, you go to a, you go to a grocery store, or you go to a convenience store or something, and, and you buy something, you put money on the counter, and they give you your change, and your natural reaction is thank you, right? Your natural... Right. Reaction is thank you. And I, I've read some articles that talked about even from a secular viewpoint, from a secular worldview, being thankful is a good thing for your for your mind and for your spirit, right? And so here's here's people that are lost in darkness uh, that realize that there is a benefit for being thankful, um, but they're missing something because they don't know who they're thankful to. They don't understand the, the importance of that gratitude. I want to read something from uh, Ephesians five. Uh, just so that we know, you know, we, we sit here. This is Ephesians 5, 17 through 21. Uh, I'm going I'm to read this real quick, and I'm going to point something out in this. Uh, it says, Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the will of the Lord is. And do not get drunk with wine, for that is debauchery, but be filled with the Spirit, addressing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody to the Lord with your heart, giving thanks always and for everything to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, submitting to, to one another out of reverence for Christ. I read that because when I get to verse 20, it says giving thanks always and for everything to God. Um, I'm pretty sure when you go around that table and the secular person, uh, it's his turn to say thanks. He's going to be thankful for the temporal things in his life that are making him happy, right? The, the little things in his life that he feels like, this is what's making me happy right now. This is what's making me joyful. But what I just read, this command to Christians, uh, giving thanks always and for everything. Uh, so we're, we're talking about everything. We're not talking about just the good things. We're talking about all the, all the things in our lives that we might even feel like are hard to deal with, right? Because 
if we believe God is sovereign, then everything that comes our way was meant for a purpose. God has ordained whatever comes through our lives, even if it's a difficult thing to, to go through. And he commands us in this scripture right here to be thankful for everything, right. even the hard things. And so for the Christian, it's a little bit different than it is for the secular person. The secular person can only be thankful for the things that make him temporarily happy. Uh, but we have an eternal hope in Jesus Christ. And so this is why we're thankful, because even though we might be going through something difficult right now, or hard, or you know, depression, or whatever that might be, we have a hope beyond this life that gives us a thankful heart, a grateful heart, a, a way to look at things from a different perspective. Right. And so it's a hope that the unbeliever does not have. Uh, just to add to that, I, I saw a tweet today by a friend of ours, Rob Reese, on, I don't know if you caught his tweet today on Twitter, uh, but he tweeted, the worst moment for an atheist is when he is really thankful and has no one to thank. <laughs> I can you imagine that? That's true, right? So I'm sure, yeah. pretty sure there are those who don't believe in God. Uh, they come to a point in their life where they're really thankful for something, but they have no one to thank. But that's yeah. the difference between us and them. We have someone to thank, and we know we're all good and perfect gift comes from, they come from above, right? So just to add to what you were saying, First Thessalonians 5.18, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. So like you said, in all circumstances, the believer is to give thanks. It doesn't matter if, uh, you know, things are not working out for us right now. It doesn't matter if, uh, you know, some prayers that we've been praying for have not been answered. It's not our job to, to, to sit there and pout and whine and complain. Our job is to still be thankful. That is the will, as it says here in First Thessalonians, that is the will of God. You know, people always ask, what is the will of God in my life? Well, you know what the will of God is, is in your life to give thanks in all circumstances. When scripture uh, is clear, it is clear, right? So we have to understand that is that when the believer goes through certain things, we are to be thankful in all those things. And, and I just want to add another verse here. It's Psalm 50, uh, verse 14. It says, offer to God a sacrifice of thanksgiving and perform your vows to the most high. What I wanted to point out there is notice the connection between offering God a sacrifice and performing your vows to the most high, that word perform. It, it's kind of connecting there. It's connecting living a life of thanksgiving with your life, right? Performing, doing these things for the Lord, serving the Lord. So when a person is thankful, they're not going to be thankful in word only. They're going to be thankful in deed. They're going to show it. When I'm really thankful for something uh, my wife did for me, I'm not just going to say, okay, thank you, and then go back to watching the game. I'm going to show her gratitude some way, somehow. I'll, I'll stop the game. I'll, I'll give her attention. I'll do something that shows that I truly am thankful for what she has done for me. Same thing with God. When we are truly thankful, then we're going to show our thankfulness through our lives. We're going to live a life that's, that's worthy. Uh, we're going to live a life uh, according to uh, the way he has called us to live. As it says there, performing our vows to the most high, doing what we're called to do, uh, observing the, the moral law, being obedient to, to, the, to the commands of Jesus Christ. This is the life of the believer, and that's the life of thankfulness that we're to show when we are truly thankful. The problem is, is that too many people say they are thankful, and they say, yeah, I thank God. And, and this Thursday, we're going to see so many people, even, even us, Jimmy, that we're going to be with some believers, we're going to see people saying, oh, they're thankful. And they're going to say, I thank God for this. And I thank God for that. But come Friday or the next day, or even that same night, they're going to go back to living their life for themselves, to pleasing themselves, to not showing any type of thankfulness to God 
in their life and through their life. But no, the believer is supposed to be different. The believer says they're thankful, but also uh, shows they are thankful by the lives that they live. That's true. And uh, that was that was a really good point. And I, I, I didn't know you were going to bring that up, but that should be our heart. That should be the way that we view things. We, we should be thankful to the God that gave us life. Um, we should be thankful to the one that opened our eyes to what the truth is. Um, and that was, you know, that's an interesting thing to me. Uh, today we went out witnessing, uh, me and Rodion, uh, we were testing the bridge out on a Saturday afternoon. And I got to talking to a guy who, when I told him that I was, you know, I was 32 before I came to Christ. But at that point, God opened my eyes to the truth and the light bulb went off, right? Uh, and, you know, the guy looked at me and said, well, that hadn't happened for me yet. And I said, I'm, I'm still praying for you, bro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so it, this is one of the things we should be thankful for as Christians, that God has brought us out of the darkness into his marvelous light so that we can see the truth for, for what it is. We have the truth. Uh, we know the way. Uh, we know the life. And this is, this is what we should be thankful for, that we have a Savior in Jesus Christ. Uh, and that is an eternal thing. That is, that is a thing that you can't take away from me. Right. See, this is, this is the, the difference between the Christian and the secular person. You take his things away, he's not going to be thankful anymore. You take, the, you take everything away from me. Um, you take my house, you take my home, you take, you take my cars, you take uh, everything that I have. I still have a savior. I still have an eternal hope. Uh, I still have a hope that lies within that no one can take from me. No one can snatch me out of the father's hands. No one can do that. You know, and, and so all these people that are living in fear because they think that, you know, they could lose their salvation or not reading their scriptures uh, uh, correctly and understanding that the truth is no one can snatch us out of the father's hands. I'm, I'm, you know, don't want to go to that once saved, always saved place because we, we went there before <laughs> and we talked about it before, but I think this is what we should be thankful for, that we have an eternal hope in Jesus Christ that no one can take away from us. Right. And uh, I just want to go here before, uh, you know, before we close, I would like to say that as believers, sometimes we, we, we only focus on Thanksgiving at this time of year, you know, uh, once a year. And I think we neglect it the other the other days of the year. I mean, we say that, yeah, we're thankful and we say we live a life of Thanksgiving. But I think as believers, we need to remember that, you know, this is an American holiday, but but truly, you know, we, we're not tied just to this holiday. Our, our thankfulness is broader. Our thankfulness extends wider. We're thankful every single day of our lives. We're not only thankful on, you know, this Thursday in November, we're thankful every day. And I think that that's something that we need to focus on and remember and keep in, in the center of our minds. Because I think on Thanksgiving, is it's a good thing to stop and, and give thanks. But I think there's some other days, and, and I'll speak to me personally, when I really don't, you know, uh, give thanks for some things that I should be thankful for. Um, and I, I talked earlier about it's not only in uh, word, but also in deed, but it, it also is in word. You know, we also should say uh, we are thankful in our prayers. Let me just read this uh, verse here. Colossians 4.2, continue steadfastly in prayer, being watchful in it with thanksgiving. That's how it ties thanksgiving with prayer there. As we are praying, as we are praying, we're being watchful in our prayer. And through it all, we're giving thanks to God. We're, as we're praying, we're giving thanks to God. And how many times do we spend time thanking God in our prayers? I remember once, one time, one year, you know, I said, uh, in my prayer time for however long it is, 10, 20 minutes, I'm not even going to ask for anything. I'm not going to bring any petitions before God. I'm going to spend this whole 15, 20 minutes just 
thanking him for every single thing I could remember. You know, and I think about that. I was like, man, I need to go back to that. Like, I hadn't done that in a while. You know, I'm just going to spend, you know, however however long my prayer time is today, I'm just going to thank him. I'm not going to ask for anything. I'm going to ask for prayer for my wife, for my children. You know, that'll, that'll, that'll be later. But let me just spend this time just thinking of things I can be thankful for. What can I be thankful for? This home, this, this clothes that I wear, the food that's on my table, every single thing that I can think of that comes to my mind. Have I thanked God for this? Because look, truly, as believers, we know without him, we are nothing and we can do nothing. First and foremost, so we have to be thankful for our salvation. And how many times do we bring that to him? Thank you, Lord, for saving me. Thank you, Lord, for rescuing me out of the pit of darkness, for calling me out of darkness into your marvelous life. You know, are these things that we take for granted? Are these things that we say, oh, we already thank God for that. We already thank God for uh, the blessings that he's given us. We've already thanked him for salvation. Let us move on. Let us go into our prayer. Let us ask for things. Let us, let us plead for him for this and petition him for that. But no, I think the life of thankfulness should be uh, shown not only uh, in what we do and our lives we live, but also every single day as we bring our prayers and petitions to Him. Yeah, that's. I appreciate your transparency in that. I, I got to say, I think I'm the same way. I I get to to a place where I start petitioning and I start uh, saying in my prayers, I start uh, talking about the struggles that I'm going through and this that. I think if I started with Thanksgiving, um, I might end up uh, giving so much thanks that my prayer time's over and I don't have time to complain about. <laughs> what's going on in my life. And I think that that'd be true because man, you know, I think we got it pretty good. We live in Dallas, Texas, man. We live in America. And, and right. some of the things that we take for granted, you know, in other countries, they just don't have it. They just don't, have, you know, there's, there's countries you can't get a Bible. There's countries right. where, you know, you get uh, bits and pieces of the scripture. Um, and so I think that here it's more, it's important for us to, to know and remember that we have so much to be thankful for, where we're at. And even in those countries that people can't get, if they're, if they're in Christ, they have so much to be thankful for. I want to read real quick, 2 Corinthians 4. I'm going to read verse 13. It starts to look like this. Since we had the same uh, spirit of faith, according to what has been written, I believed and so I spoke. We also believe and so we also speak, knowing that he who raised the Lord Jesus will raise us also with Jesus and bring us with you into his presence for it is all for your sake, so that as grace extends to more and more people, it may increase thanksgiving to the glory of God, so that we do not lose heart. Though our outer self is wasting away, our inner self is being renewed day by day. For this light momentary affliction is preparing for us an eternal weight of glory beyond all comparison. As we look not to the things that are seen, but to the things that are unseen. For the things that are seen are transient but the things that are unseen are eternal. We have more than the secular world knows or understands. We have an eternal uh, glory that's waiting for us, not something transient, not something that's going to be gone tomorrow. We don't put our hopes in the things that are just going to be gone tomorrow. Uh, We have our hope in something bigger. We should be more thankful uh, than the secular world. Um, And that's really, you know, uh, beyond the fact that when, Lord's Day comes, you know, I, I was thinking about this also, uh, and before we close, um, how we have an opportunity every Lord's Day to get together with our brothers and sisters um, to celebrate, to come together and to, and to worship uh, the God that, that, that has been so good to us. And that's really the thing. Um, earlier, I was talking about some of the things that, that had happened, had transpired with the first pilgrims that had the 
the first uh, Thanksgiving in 1621, those guys lost a lot of people right. uh, in their journey here. They went through so much. The, the thing that they, that they suffered through, trying to make it to this country, trying to, bring, uh, trying to get to a new life, they are the epitome of a people group that says, hey, you know what? We, we've suffered through a lot. Um, it's not, you know, it's not just a harvest festival that we're doing here. We're giving glory to God. We're giving him praise. Uh, even though we've lost hundreds of people on the way to getting here, we're still going to take the time uh, to give thanks to God. And so um, they got together, had a three-day feast. Uh, we get together on, on, on next Thursday, Thanksgiving, to give thanks to God with our families but we have an opportunity every Lord's Day to enter his gates with thanksgiving, right. into, into his courts with praise, to give thanks to him and to bless his name. Uh, that's Psalm 104, 100 verse 4. And so we should enter his gates with thanksgiving. We should enter his courts with praise. And uh, with our brothers and sisters, give praise to the Most High every single Lord's Day. We should do it ourselves every day when we're in our quiet time. But now we have an opportunity every single Lord's Day. Yeah, I think that's a, that's a great point. I um, actually, that's one of my. Uh, I was going to mention that tomorrow. Tomorrow's sermons. Well, this by the time this episode drops, the sermon already passed. Uh, but uh, that's tomorrow. I'm going to be kind of just sharing a little bit on Thanksgiving, take a little break from my Mark series. Uh, but that, that was one of my points is that, you know, really what we're, what we're doing every Lord's Day is we're, we're celebrating Thanksgiving. That's what we do. We come together as a body. We give thanks to the Lord. We give him worship. We give him praise. We, we sin under his written word. We uh, participate in the sacraments that he's commanded us uh, to, to participate in. So, I mean, it, it is a Thanksgiving every week for the believer. This is what we do. And those that stay away from church, you know, that I, I'm just to put it bluntly, they're not living a life of thankfulness. You know, they're not thankful for their salvation. They sit at home and they stay away. Um, they're not showing that in any way by by not gathering with the assembled, assembled saints. Because this is what we do. When you are thankful for everything that God has given you, you're going to want to be where people are giving him praise. You're going to be want to be where people are lifting up his name and giving him thanks. That's where you want to be because your heart is truly thankful. Uh, so... Uh, just a little exhortation there for you non-church yeah. goers there. Well, I'm a little I'm a little confused though, Pastor, because I mean, you, you said we were going to keep it light, and you just went off stepping on some toes right there. <laughs> last, I didn't know I was going to go there. But, that yeah. last little bit of information, you're like, let me step on some toes before we get off the of solo cast this time. But that's the way solo cast goes, right? So yeah. sometimes we're, sometimes yeah. we're going to have to just step on some toes. Maybe we'll get a little pushback. Hey guys, if you want to push back on what Pastor Chris just said, uh, you you you're gonna know his, at his Twitter yeah, his Twitter handle here in just a minute. That's funny, but yeah, man, you got anything to add? No, I'm, I mean I'm I'm trying to stay off people's toes this week, so. <laughs> <laughs> but it's okay. I, I think I said the same kind of thing. You know, I think we should yeah. we should be in there on Lord's Day, right? Giving yeah. Him thanks, giving Him praise, giving Him all the glory. Uh, we have an eternal hope that uh, no one can take away from us, and we are different from the regular, the, from the secular culture. We are a, a set apart people. We are a, a royal priesthood. We're a holy nation that should be giving thanks in a different way uh, to the God that we know and the God that we serve. 
Amen. Amen. But anyway, we hope you enjoyed the episode. If you got any questions for us, any pushback, anything you'd like to add, make sure you give us a shout. You can find us online at www.thesolarcast.org, or you can find us on Facebook. Just go to the Facebook page, uh, search in the toolbar there, the search bar there, search SolarCast, and we should come up. Go ahead and like the page, share the page, share the episodes. Uh, you can find us on all the podcast platforms. Also, you can find us on Twitter at Sola underscore cast. You can find Jimmy at at Los Jimmy. And I'm at C Hernandez 214. Make sure you follow us. Give us a follow. We'll follow you back. Also, uh, make sure you share the show. If you're in the Dallas area, make sure you come and visit us. We're at 3232 Batan Street in Dallas, Texas, 75212. We're going to uh, into our holiday season so we can use some help. You want to come help us, support us, and do what we got to do to uh, evangelize, you know, uh, and share the gospel with people. Come and, come and join us. Or you want to support us, you can also support us online through the Patreon account count at solacast.com slash patreon actually that's patreon.com slash solacast had that backwards (laughs) (laughs) but anyway until next time let's get to the meat let's do it okay i just made this beat right now i'm mc goya okay listen hey i'm on the ground like el chapo in a tunnel eating about 12 tacos I'll put you in a box like a gato Punchline stay in my mouth like Mr. Sacco Jay thinks he runs Christian hip-hop He wears white socks when he wears his flip-flops And he looks like Shook Knight I put him in a chokehold and say goodnight It's not music but clothes that he started I can find better shirts in a flea market Okay Google, who's the best rapper? Goya, Rat and Grace is full of slack